Hey, Graphic Audio fans, this is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. My pick this week is Jim R. Woodlard's American Civil War I, Raiding with Morgan. This book follows the adventures of Ty Matson, a 17-year-old from Kentucky, who through his friend Boone Jordan, finds out that his long-lost father, Owen Matson, is alive and riding with Morgan's Raiders under General Morgan himself. For those who don't know, General John Morgan led 2,000 Confederate soldiers through a path of destruction that was unmatched in Civil War history. In a short span of 46 days, Morgan's Raiders covered 1,000 miles and captured 6,000 enemy soldiers. With little prodding from Boone, Ty decides that despite his grandfather's wishes, he's going to run off and find his father, and he hopes join Morgan's band marauding through parts of Indiana and Ohio during the Civil War. This is a great piece of historical fiction from writer Jim R. Woodlark, as it portrays a young man's desire to meet his father and become part of history, and later showing his desire to fight and survive, not only for his father, but for the love of a beautiful woman. Director Michael John Casey and sound designer Tommy Soriagu does an amazing job of taking us back to Civil War times through great performances and soundscapes. Terrence Asafor does an amazing job leading us through this story with his narration, and the graphic audio bullpen brings it all together through performances by Mr. Casey himself, Eric Messner, Eric Sindalson, and James Konachek, among others. Great story with great historical significance, backed by a great treatment that only graphic audio can deliver. That's why you need to grab American Civil War I today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Jim R. Woodlard's American Civil War I, Raiding with Morgan. Ty and Sean Shannon were near the front of the column on the western edge of the village when a scout for the 14th Kentucky, fresh from a horse hunt in the nearby hills, reined to a halt in front of them and saluted. A private justice reporting, Lieutenant. Uh, sir, I just spotted three black Yankee horses, uh, one a blooded stallion that would surely catch General Morgan's eye. You know same as me how much he values a fine mount. Sean Shannon seldom participated in the incessant foraging of the column and surprised Ty. Where are they, Private Justice? A mile down the south road, sir. They're in a paddock beside a big barn. Are they guarded, Private? I uh, didn't spot anybody around the house or barn, Lieutenant. Why didn't you bring them in, Private Justice? A uh, Private Burton took sick and rejoined our company, and Sergeant Wartheran doesn't allow his men to go it alone. There must always be at least two in case the Yankee are armed and hiding inside, waiting to ambush us. And you don't cross Sergeant Purge Wartheran, lest you want the dirtiest, meanest detail till the sun stops shining. Sean Shannon scanned the horizon and turned in the saddle. Lead the way, Private Justice. Corporal Matson, Privates Campbell and Stillian, after me, if you please. Ty's inclusion was as surprising as Sean Shannon's decision to engage in a quick foraging expedition. Had it appeared dangerous, Ty doubted he would have been allowed to accompany the others. He realized this short foray was taking place solely to present John Hunt Morgan with a surprise gift of fine horse flesh. Ty was continually fascinated by how much General Morgan's men respected him and what he stood for. He was the officer most all of them dreamed of being. They trotted single file along a dusty lane that wound through a series of low hills. Around an angling bend to the west, away from the Scioto, they popped into a valley of lush meadows and standing corn. The wagon-wide lane ran straight as an arrow to the flowered lawn of a two-story frame house, which was shaded by tall oak trees. 
A large barn sporting a high hayloft with a stable on the lower level sat east of the house. A one-acre truck garden bristling with precise rows of various vegetables and a spring house were visible on the opposite side of the house. A substantial farm by any definition, Ty decided, too valuable to leave unattended unless its owners had fled the premises out of fear for the havoc Morgan's men might subject them to. The desertion of property before the raiders' arrival had been a common thread of their long ride. The foragers had come to expect the tranquil scene before them. Line up abreast. They reached the fringe of the lawn fronting the house, tie on the extreme right, and they advanced at a slow walk. The paddock fence attached to the wood side of the barn, where the black head of a single horse lolled over its top rail, was solid of post and cross member and painted white. Ty immediately took note of the fact two of Private Justice's three horses were missing from the paddock. A shot rang out. <laughs> Private Justice grabbed his upper chest and slipped sideways from his saddle. Over there! Given Campbell pointed toward the spring house with one hand and drew his pistol with the other. The stable door of the barn swept open and a black stallion emerged at a gallop, bareback rider whipping hard with the reins. The big black swept around the paddock and headed for the woods beyond a pasture abutting the barn. His flight was directly away from Ty's position on the end of the raider line. Ty didn't hesitate. He was closest to the galloping stallion. Without a direct order from the officer in command, he booted Reb after the black and his rider. Pistols barked behind Ty. Bending low over Reb's neck, he spurred the gray into a full gallop. The former cavalry mount loved a good run, and Ty felt his stride lengthen. The black stud beat Reb to the woods by a fair margin. Unsure of what awaited him within the trees, Ty sank lower yet in the saddle, drew his Remington, and reined Reb into the woods. He was relieved to find they were following a game trail wide enough and worn down enough to provide sufficient space and solid footing for the flying Reb. Though he lost sight of the fleeing Yankee, he could hear the beat of the Black's hoofs. After a quarter of a mile, the trees to either flank seemed to be tightening around Reb. Ty wondered how long the chase could continue. There was a break in the trees and a threatening gap filled with running water opened beneath Reb. Without breaking stride, the gray vaulted the high bank stream. Ty knew he was gaining on the streaking Yankee. Beyond a sharp bend in the narrow pathway, he saw a swatch of red and realized it was the back of the Yankee's shirt. The chase ended as abruptly as it had begun. The Yankee twisted in the saddle to check how close Ty was to him, and a tree branch jerked him from the saddle. The red-shirted rider landed shoulder first. The Yankee was trying to get to his feet when Reb slid to a halt before him. Ty saw no sign his adversary was armed, but following Sean Shannon's training, he covered the Yankee with his Remington. Stand up, turn around, and look me in the eye, you bastard of a blue belly. Make a wrong move, and you'll rot where you fall. The Yankee struggled to his feet and slowly turned. A grown, potentially dangerous adult enemy didn't confront Ty, but rather a 10-year-old boy quite big for his age. The youngster's ginger hair was ripe with twigs and leaves. His left cheek was badly scratched. Tears coursed down both his cheeks. He was supporting his right elbow with his left hand. The black stallion had returned unbidden. He nudged the young Yankee's shoulder with his nose and stood stock still. Ty found himself in a quandary. He should drag this pup and his pet stallion back to the farmyard and let Sean Shannon deal with them. Instead, he hung fire in the saddle and stared down at his prisoners. What's your name, Yankee? Benjamin. Benjamin Larkin. Are you gonna kill me? And steal my horse? 
A ton of grief might be waiting at home for this youngster, and Ty didn't have the heart to heap more on the pile. This frightened boy hadn't taken part in the shooting in his farmyard, and Ty was reluctant to place any of the blame on him. Young Benjamin Larkin was another unintended victim of an adult war that had left none but the lucky unscathed. Ty holstered his Remington. I mean you no harm. Can you find your way home after dark? The Yankee lad dried his tears with his palms. Yes, sir. I can find my way home after dark by myself. If you want to keep your horse, stay here until the moon is out. For certain we'll be gone from your farm by then. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Don't move until the moon is out. And th thank you, sir. Ty reined Reb about, plucked him into a trot, and didn't look back. He heard no gunfire in the distance and knew Sean Shannon would be searching for him. He needed to concoct a believable alternative to what he had done on the spur of the moment that fit the circumstances. The last thing he wanted was to appear less than a professional, dedicated cavalryman to Lieutenant Sean Shannon and his father. The sun was a mass of purple and gold rays shredded by darkening clouds when Ty emerged from the woods. That sight spawned the necessary lie he was seeking. A frowning Sean Shannon met him a short distance from the game trail. He glanced past Ty. Didn't catch him? No, sir. It was growing dark in those trees. And near as I could figure, he dismounted and hid with his horse in a thicket where the game trail petered out. I didn't know if he was armed, so I decided that stallion wasn't worth risking my life over. Thankfully, Sean Shannon made no mention of Ty racing off in pursuit without orders to do so. You're beginning to think like a soldier. Much as I hate losing that animal, you made the right decision. I would have done the same. If you enjoyed the clip of American Civil War I, Raiding with Morgan, you can find this title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book can be purchased through all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. It is also available in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back soon as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.